Saturdays are one of those days where I always plan to do everything. And it's always a mistake to plan to do everything because inevitably, you know, there's too many things to do in one day. Um, this was a day that starts with a, a trip to the market. I'm, I'm always a big fan of going to the farmer's market. We have a delightful market on Saturdays. Um, right now, it is peak time to buy your vegetables. Uh, I had, I bought um, potatoes, corn, and um, uh, what else did I get? Oh, uh, uh, jalapeno peppers. Uh, last week, I bought uh, green onions and um, red peppers, corn. I go through a lot of corn. Uh, and did I buy onions last week? I should have bought it. Oh, I bought garlic last week. And I, I love that. The, the, the food is fresher. It's generally not any, not much cheaper if it is cheaper, but generally a better deal. Things look better. They certainly taste better. They've been there only for a little bit of time. Um, we have a local, uh, I say local, it's not in the same county, but it's local as far as New Brunswick goes. Um, corn producer, Hunter Brothers, um, who are from up home, up where I'm, I'm from. And they have become kind of one of the gold standards for producing corn. Their corn is super fresh, but it only lasts for a little while. It's a corn that um, when they described how to, how to cook the corn, they said, don't. <laughs> you don't want to cook the corn. You just want to warm it up. Um, it's the kind of thing where you get the water boiling. You put the corn in the water that's boiling for no more than five minutes. Uh, and then you take it out because it will get overcooked. It's so fresh. I tend to do it on the barbecue. Uh, it, it is it is wonderful. Um, so th that's a major part. And, and every every Saturday morning, my food uh, consumption is structured uh, based on the fact that I have a heavy meal at the market. I often get a schnitzel on a bun. Barbecue schnitzel on a bun is fantastic. I often get uh, some food from uh, a Chinese food vendor, a uh, wonderful Chinese family that uh, that makes uh, some incredible fresh wontons, um, always a bargain. Um, usually the spring rolls, I got the spring roll this morning. Actually, I got six of them. Uh, so I eat a heavy breakfast. I don't often eat breakfasty type stuff, but I have, I have a heavy meal at breakfast and then a second schnitzel. So, so, you know, that part is pretty steady. Um, and I love anchoring my mornings with that. I wasn't doing that for so many years because of the pandemic. I had, I'd gotten nervous about being around people. Honestly, it was part of the, the, the reaction to the pandemic. Um, and I didn't like wearing a mask. Uh, I mean, I will probably end up wearing a mask again. looks like we're going into another Christmas where that will be a normal thing to do, uh, at least part of the time, depending on how the waves go through. We'll see. Hopefully not that much. But I still have it in my pocket. We'll still have it in my pocket probably for a couple of years. Uh, but I'm very happy to to be able to, to anchor my Saturday morning with that. And then it's often grocery shopping, doing all the, the errands and running. I did some grocery shopping. I, I, I tried to buy a fridge today and I couldn't. It was very frustrating. Um, Costco had great deal in a fridge. Uh, I really need a little second fridge um, because I cook so much. And uh, it's always been a struggle, even with the two people, to use a fridge. And I'm going to be moving in. I'm going to have two roommates. So we're going to want some more space. This is a beautiful little fridge. Very inexpensive. It's the only one they have left last uh, uh, on, the, on, the, on the floor. But they don't deliver. And I just can't figure out a way that I'm going to carry the thing. 
Now, next weekend, I have a truck to move the last of my big items. So I will hopefully, it will hopefully still be there and I'll buy a fridge. But it's very frustrating. I was really looking forward to, to having that. I don't need it right away, but I also know that it's, it's not likely to be there very long. Um, and they have another one which is smaller. It's either a fridge or a freezer. You can, it's a, it's one of those you can convert. I have no need for another freezer. I have a chest freezer. So it's frustrating. Um, and then it was kind of, uh, you know, a little bit of moving, a little bit of checking this out, a little bit of that. We had a, a massive rainstorm in the middle of the day, um, kind of around a thunderstorm, kind of weird weather lately. But the rain has always been uh, annoying or always – it's been annoying lately. Uh, when I By lately, I mean last couple of years. We get very, very heavy rain for very short periods of time, and that's exactly what this was. Then blue skies, <laughs> just super intense, very brief rain. Um, and lastly, I've been working on the game for tomorrow. So I'm going to run a, another episode of my game tomorrow. It got postponed last time because someone was getting, uh, someone was busy. So that's fine. This will be the only chance I get to run this month, uh, as it is bi-weekly. And the next, uh, opportunity is actually when our local gaming convention is running, which scares me, <laughs> uh, because that means I also have to get those two games ready for that. Today I was getting the game ready and I did an experiment in the last session where I had essentially turned over the complete narrative arc about a portion of the, of the session to my players. I didn't do it. I did it with no warning. I've not really done this before. It's been done to me and I know that feeling of panic that happens, but I had hoped I could coach them through it. Um, essentially there were six puzzles they needed to solve. I wanted the puzzles to be relatively simple and solvable with a single role. That's the parameters I gave them. And I told them, be creative. You know the scenario that's set up here. Yes, I know this is not um, your, uh, you know, it's an ancient civilization that you don't know a lot about. But feel free to make up stuff. It could be just as weird and wonderful as you want. Well, they struggled with that a bit. And I felt bad at the end of the session for having kind of thrown that at them. And they felt like, you know, well, hey, we haven't really gotten any warning about this. And we want some time to prepare. It's like, well, I, I, I specifically wanted them to be simple. Um, but they weren't really into it. So I've gone and, and overcompensated, <laughs> whereas now I have created, um, six puzzles. They only have to solve four more. I've created six puzzles. They're a little more complicated because I've had time to work on them. They will not be done in a round, most likely, um, unless people collaborate, which I am encouraging them, them to do, uh, and because they often require at least two roles. Some of them can't be handed off mid-roll. So someone's committed to doing that for two rounds. Meanwhile, there are attacking forces and so forth. It's a really big fr fracas. If you want to see what the first session of this two-part was, it's not really a two-part. I think this is the third session in this area. Um, you can go to my YouTube channel um, or Twitch. I think you can replay them on Twitch. But youtube.com slash ENCAF1. You can look for the Legends of the Drowned Isles, and you'll find all, I think, 69 episodes so far. This will be episode 70 coming up. Um, of this game, um, stream on Sundays, three o'clock, usually roughly Atlantic time. Um, so you're welcome to drop by on twitch.tv slash ENCAF1. Anyway, um, so, you know, I, I, I've overcompensated <laughs> as I often do. This is the thing is I, I feel like if I can get myself motivated and have enough time, I, I do like to build these sorts of things. Um, with this last one, it was also me recognizing that there was a bunch of stuff I wanted to build out the rest of the scenario and all the different pieces and parts and how they were going to be timed. Um, and I thought, well, you know, I could 
work out all this stuff, but maybe I could give myself a little bit of a break. So I did, but it obviously was something that they weren't prepared to, to, to jump in on. So now that I've had the time and the rest of the scenario has already worked out, I focused entirely on creating six interesting puzzles. Actually, it wasn't even today. This is something I've been, I've been writing in my daily journal about. It's kind of like, well, what, if, what kind of puzzles will they have? What kind of puzzles will I do? And so I sketched them out in there, essentially, and then filled them in tonight. And I had a lot of fun. I, I, uh, I know that they don't have to solve six puzzles. Actually, technically, they have to solve five more. So five out of these six should be used. Um, some of them are relatively simple. Some of them will require a bit of player thought um, to solve. And then kind of working that out and trying to figure out how they can approach these problems. And I hope that they find those interesting. I, I present a lot of puzzles from here and there. And, for example, a while ago, the one of the first parts of this particular dungeon crawl, if you will, was a room in four parts with a rotating center. Um, essentially, imagine a, a, a circle with an X in the middle and the X turns depending on what people do. In fact, it's an X on two levels. So the, the two levels might turn in opposite directions. They might turn in the same direction. One might be blocked. The other one might be blocked. There's all kinds of possibilities about how you could manipulate the room. And they had to, to line up the rooms essentially in the right order. And then there was a second part where they had to take certain stones and put those in the right order in the right room to get the key. You know, the puzzle doesn't sound that complicated when you describe it like that. But when they're presented with a puzzle, I don't want to present them with that kind of brief solution. I want to present them with, here are all the possibilities. You get to play around and see what works. You, they figured out how to make the walls move. That was pretty easy. There was a switch on the floor. They figured out that a, an, an immovable rod uh, could be used to prevent one part of the, of the wall from moving and, and leave the other one there. Pretty good options there. Um, they get to see what the different phrases and different shapes were, what the different rooms were based on, um, and then get get to figure out from. So I, I tried to introduce it in stages. I don't know how successful it was. I think it was kind of fun, but that did not. We did not get through that room in one session. So when I went away and came back in two weeks to to continue, I decided that they had gotten the point of the puzzle and they had had their fun with it. Now it was simply about the mechanics of solving the puzzle. Um, for example, to solve the puzzle meant moving between these rooms, potentially engaging some some uh, enemies that might randomly pop up. There could be a lot of, of little combats, but nothing really that spectacular. So we boiled it down to a series of, of clever roles and ideas. So they kind of knew what the solution was. They kind of knew what the roles were, but they still get to talk it out. They still get to, to do it on a high level. We wrapped that up pretty quickly so we can move on to the next section. And, um, you know, this next section will be, I think, the last in this chain, and then it will return them back to the regular world, will declare some downtime, essentially nothing is going to happen for a while, and they can use that downtime however they wish. Um, I've been playing with another GM recently, and I love the way he's been doing downtime, so I'm going to try to emulate the same sort of thing. Uh, basically, you declare what you're going to do for that downtime, and then there's a random roll or some other randomizer which determines, hey, you might have this encounter. And the encounter is often an NPC encounter, or it's a weird stuff encounter, and it may lead to something later on, but it's meant to be resolved fairly quickly. And I really like that. So I'll be trying to do that. I've, I've worked very hard in multiple ways to try to do downtime. I had a very complicated thing for it at one point. I had redefined money and, and possessions and all these other things. It was just 
not going to work. So I dumped all of that uh, in favor of going right back to the very simplest form of it. Frankly, money isn't really a motivator, so I don't know why I spent so much time focusing on it. Um, I, I kind of wanted to build build um, a world-building construction, you know, kind of almost a uh, a 4X style, uh, is that the right term? Uh, anyway, um, uh, 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 the, the sort of get, get resources, spend resources on strategic building projects and so forth. That wasn't really something my players were interested in. I don't know why I went that far down that rabbit hole other than I found it interesting. And I will still be on the search for finding a way to either refine that system later or, or find another system and also make it part of the game. Because I kind of, again, sprung that on people without really any warning. Although I told them I was doing it. I just didn't get a chance to give them the system to look over long before the game. So many things to do all on one day. So I I forewent, foregoed. For Wuth, uh, cooking today. I, I went to Wendy's. <laughs> I just said to hell with it. Why do I want to spend time cooking today? Even though I love cooking, I didn't have anything uh, ready to to throw in the barbecue. I didn't really. I had the corn, but I didn't have um, any any meat. And I like to have meat with my meal. I've remedied that for tomorrow. Um, and I'm also concerned because I have only a week of 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 time to to move, and I still have a lot to move. So some very, very busy days to come. In any case, there was a lot of different things. I don't know what what to focus on. I've been wandering out loud, of course. I'm Mark the Encaffeinated One, of course. And um, if you found something interesting in there, I, I yeah, it was. Uh, I talk about gaming a lot, don't I? And life and uh, everything. <laughs> and I'll do it again tomorrow. So I'll talk to you then. <laughs>